I just want to be the best version of myself. Have you heard yourself say that? Have you heard other people say it? Uh, coaches and exercise professionals and leaders are sharing with their team, I want you to be the best version of yourself or I can help you to become the best version of yourself. And it's become a very fashionable statement. And one of the things I was taught a very long time ago by a psychologist, psychiatrist, who's one of the members at one of my health clubs, they shared with me that if you start talking like everybody else, it's possible that you'll start thinking like everybody else. So I became very aware at a very young age of the words that were coming out of my mouth and did I sound like other people? So I don't want to use other people's quotes. I don't want to use common phrases. I don't want to get involved in the fashionable talk because if group talk leads to group think, then perhaps we stop thinking for ourselves. And I was certainly very committed to not for that not being a part of my life. So every time somebody says to me something fashionable, something that's a statement that's very common, I always ask why and what does that mean to you? So in the exercise profession, there's lots of those. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You have to do three sets of 10. Uh, abdominal exercises, uh, crunches and sit-ups are the best workout to get fat off your tummy. Uh, you have to uh, drink two litres of water every day. There's some really common things that people say, and it seems if we hear them enough times, uh, we believe them. And obviously, if you've lived in 2020, 21, 22, there's, we've been bombarded for two, nearly three years with a whole heap of stuff uh, that, that seems to be group talk. Everybody's using the same script, saying the same thing. Uh, and one of the things that the critical thinkers in the world have always done is asked why and how. Why are you doing that? How does it work? Why are you saying that and how does it work? So when somebody says something as common to me as, I want to be the best version of myself, I always ask, what does that specifically mean to you? And now I'm going to ask something very controversial. Could that limit you? And I want to give you an example. I was involved with a top-level football coach who was talking to one of his highly paid players who wasn't playing very well. And there were questions about why are you not performing, you're not as fit as you could be, you're not as strong as you could be, what's going on? And the answer was, I'm doing my best. And the response from the coach was, well, if that's your best, then for this team, your best is not good enough. And I know that sounds very harsh, but I, I got it straight away, uh, something that I put into my toolbox. If I've got a goal, if I've got something I'm dreaming about, if there's something I want to achieve, and I just want to become the best version of who I am at the moment, is it possible that I won't then strive to become better than I am at the moment? And I just, if you can just run that round in your head for a minute. Because sometimes it's not about being the best of what I am now. I have to get better. For some things that we want to achieve in our life, is it possible that we have to get stronger? We have to get fitter. We have to do more education. We have to learn more. We have to have a better understanding about something. We have to be more focused. We have to be more committed. And if we're not those things at the moment, let's just say, uh, being very harsh, if I'm, if I'm lazy or if I'm undisciplined or, if I'm, or I'm uncommitted, I don't want to become the best version of a lazy, uncommitted person. Uh, I don't want to become the best version of an unhealthy, unfit person. I don't want to become the best version of a, an untrustworthy, lying, cheating person because the best version of that person is not the person that 
can achieve perhaps the things that we might want to achieve if we don't change? And that's a question I'm asking. Is it possible that for some things we have to change? We can't be the best version of what we are now. We have to get better. Uh, if And I use a simple example. I used to run half marathons. Now, it's a different headspace to run 42.2 kilometers. It's a different headspace to run twice the distance. So if I became the best version of a, of a half marathoner, uh, then and the best version of me is a half marathoner that's probably about a, a 120 half marathon but I, I didn't want to run mar- half marathons anymore because I felt really weird saying I can run half a marathon I wanted to run full marathons so I had to be not the best half marathoner I had to get I had to get better I had to get fitter I had to get stronger and I just use that as a simple example so if you have a look at those four big areas of your life which I always ask about uh, your health and fitness, the, the, the way your body looks and feels, your energy levels, whatever you are at the moment, is the best version of that going to be what you actually need to do the things that you want to do or do you have to get better? I really struggle with the word best because to me it's a limitation. Uh, the, the best in the world know that they can get better and they do and perhaps that's the reason why they are considered to be the best but if you look at all the people who are labeled as the best they are the ones that train the hardest work the hardest study the hardest learn the most keep become better they keep becoming better and better is what I'm trying to say so is it possible that we need to consider uh what do I need to do every day? Not some standard statement, best version of myself, but specifically, what do I have to do? How much faster do I have to run? How much heavier do I have to lift? How much more study do I need to do? How much more knowledge do I need to have? How much better do my communication skills have to become? How much do my wealth creation skills have to become? Or how much better so that I don't have to be worried about money? My communication skills with myself and the people in my life, what do I need to keep learning and doing and understanding so that I can keep getting better rather than just the best version of what I am at the moment? So just something to consider very carefully because... And I, I made an a offhand comment at the start about not listening to the radio. And there is a big reason for me not to do that. Uh, when I listen to the radio, somebody else is choosing my music for me and somebody else is putting information into my head that may or may not be true. And of course, every radio announcer and every radio disc jockey has the right to share their opinion. That's what they're there for and it's often what they get paid to do. But if we hear the same thing over and over... Uh, and we start believing it, what if it's not true? I'll give you another example, just a fun one. I was working with a group of teenage boys, and I was dressed, uh, I always dressed, um, as you know, tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. That's my five words to describe me as a person. Uh, And I'm not aiming to be the best version of that. I'm aiming every day to keep getting better and better, side note. Uh, So I was dressed, I had a fur coat on, a fake fur, of course, and uh, I've always got a big happy smile on my face and I always aim to have good posture and I'm always wanting to live and breathe the example of what a healthy, fit, strong, old person looks like. Uh, and one of the boys said to me, Miss, you look sick. And uh, I said, well, that's interesting because I feel fantastic and I'm very healthy, fit and strong. And he said, no, Miss, you look sick. 
And obviously that was one of the words at the time that teenage young men were using to describe someone who looked good. Uh, And I've got a challenge with that, of course, because my brain doesn't know that sick is a fun uh, compliment at the moment. Uh, My brain now hears you look sick. And if I take that on board and say, well, I feel sick, now I could be in some serious trouble because our brain will do whatever we tell it to do. And that's why I'm asking very carefully, uh, and I just is something that I'm, I'm really aware of myself, but so many people share with me that they, they want to be more successful, or they want to be fitter, or they want to have a better career path, or they want to have better relationships. And if we just keep regurgitating and repeating what other people are saying, I just want to be the best version of myself, perhaps more specifically, what is that? What does that look like? And I'll ask again, how much fitter do I have to be? How much stronger do I have to be? How much more money do I need to earn? How much more educated, tougher, stronger, wiser do I have to become to be able to do the things that I want to do? And then when you look at world champions and Olympic athletes and top business people and top musicians and people that sell out stadiums for whatever their particular talent is... Uh, they all have something very special in common. None of those people believe they are the best and they're all aiming to get better. That's why they're constantly training and learning and educating and practicing so they can keep getting better, which is why the word best is considered to be quite dangerous in those elite circles of people who are really good at what they do. And no one wants to be average because that's somewhere between the worst and the best. But nobody wants to consider themselves to be the best because once I say that, I've, I've knocked out my ability to be able to get any better at what I want to do. So even more important than that, though, uh, why do we use other people's words? Uh, whether it's a quote or a popular saying or a, a, a common belief, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Well, instead of just repeating that because everybody says it, is it possible that that has become, or any of those statements have become, what we call common opinion, but does it mean that it's true? And my answer to that and my, I feel it's our responsibility, definitely as exercise professionals, is to ask why and how. If somebody says to you, breakfast is the most most important meal of the day, why is it? And how did it become the most important meal of the day? Uh, You need to drink two litres of water every day. Why do we need to drink two litres? Why is it two litres? Why is it not one and a half litres? Why is it not two and a half litres? Why is it specifically two? And how does that actually work inside my body? You have to do three sets of 10. Why? Why is it three sets? Why not four sets? Why not two sets? Why is it 10 repetitions? If the human body gets stronger by overload, how how does my body know that 10 is the number that I'm overloaded? Uh, Why would we stop at 10 if we can do 11? And why would we push to 10 if we're going to injure ourselves when we really only need to do 6 or 7? And I think they're really important questions to ask. I need to do... Uh, crunches and sit-ups because they're going to burn fat off my abdominals I think that's a very important question to ask why would I do that and how does that actually work why would I do that particular movement lying on the ground when the human body works in the upright position why would I why would I even say that that's possible uh, if I analyze that via my anatomy and via my physiology is it possible that that statement uh, may be misleading if at and it might even not be true but how would I know that if I didn't ask why and how so if somebody says something 
And even if it sounds like it's common sense or it sounds logical or it sounds like it might be true, should we run it through our own set of standards? And of course, with exercise, we always ask, um, is it safe? Or first of all, what result do I want to get from the exercise? Then is it safe? Is it functional? Is it the best exercise? Is there a better exercise? And why would I waste my time on an exercise if there was a better one? And why would I want to hurt myself if it was unsafe? And why would I waste my time? And I think they're really important questions to ask. So probably the main question is, am I a critical thinker? Am I thinking of both sides? One of the things I loved about school, one of my favorite sports at school was debating. And I'm really challenged because I have uh, chatted to some teenagers now who don't even know what I'm talking about. Their school doesn't have debating. So we have a topic. We have two teams. This topic has to take the pro side of the of the topic and this side has to take the the um, the negative or the con side of the story of the topic and they have to debate they have to argue both sides of the story and the really interesting thing there is if you if you're given a topic and you have to argue for the pros of that topic but you actually believe that that's not a good thing but if you're on this side of the debate you actually have to debate against something that you don't believe in and of course that forces you to think differently it forces you to think outside of your common thoughts outside of your regurgitated opinions and I'm sharing that because I don't want to be the person that just regurgitates somebody else's opinion how about you I don't want to run around saying cliche quotes. I really want to think about very carefully, if I say something, what does that mean? What effect would it have on somebody else? What effect will it have on me? And if I say something, could it limit my beliefs in myself? Could it hold me back? And particularly if I say I want to be the best version of myself, what if the best version of myself actually needs to get better? If I need to get fitter and stronger and healthier than I am at the moment, then the best version of me is not going to be good enough for what, for what I want to do. So how about we think for ourselves? How about we use our own words? How about we come up with our own language? One of the um, fun things that I'm, I'm known for now is the Rowie Be Happy song. And I will sing it to you with passion and enthusiasm so that whatever you want to call the days of the week, we don't get caught up in the boring, ugly old Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. How about, may your Mondays be magical, may your Tuesdays be terrific, may your Wednesdays be very well, and your Thursdays be thankful, may your Fridays be a fun day, may your Saturdays be super, may your Sundays be sparkly, because you choose them to be two parts to that beautiful song. Number one is I want to change the days of, of my week so that they're not boring and mundane and sound like everybody else's. But the last part is because I choose them to be. These are fantastic, happy, fun, wow, super days because I choose them to be. And wouldn't it be nice if we choose our own, we choosed, if we chose our own vocabulary, we choose our own words to put into our own brain. Because remember, we choose our words, we choose our thoughts. Our thoughts will then control our actions and our actions will control our results. So how about we think for ourselves, we use words that are going to add value to our life rather than just use other, other people's words. Could that be a really good idea? May your Mondays be magical, may your Tuesdays be terrific, may you pick your names for the days of the week. Ha ha ha.